a very special day is approaching us, Lag Boimer. We have some of these days in the Jewish calendar that seem so mysterious. We have difficult to understand exactly what's going on in them. One of them is Lag Boimer. I just heard today that somebody was on their way to Shimon and Meron and he saw an old lady walking up the hill. Today, Erev Lag Boimer, Tavshin Pei 2021. An old lady walking up and he says to her, can I help you in this? And she's walking and huffing and puffing in the heat. And she says, about 50 years ago, he says that she looks like she's at least 75 years old. So she says that over 50 years ago, I was walking up and I said, Shimon, if you're going to help me find my zivug, I'm going to make sure to come every single year. And she never missed a year. That year she got married, and since then she's been coming. So of course she's going to make every effort to come. And the stories go on and on. So the question is what, uh, let's try to shed a little light on uh, the special aspects of this day called Lag Boimer. Rabbi Akiva and his Talmudim play a special part in Lag Boimer. We know that the 24,000 Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva, 12,000 Chavrusis, they were killed during, they died during Sirius Oimer. And it says in Rishonim that they stopped dying in Lag Boimer. The question arises, it's a little uh, laughable actually, I mean they stopped dying on Lag Boimer, there were none left. 24,000 Talmidim had all died already. So interestingly, the Ramami Panu says that true, they had all died, but it was meant to be that Rebbe Akiva would die also. And Rebbe Akiva was saved. So that's the Simcha of Lag Boimer. Because Rebbe Akiva went on and he ordained five Talmidim, one of whom was Ribshimin and Yehuda and Remeya, and that turned out to be the Torah that accompanies the Jewish people through all the generations. The number 33 is a number that shows up in a lot of places. One of the places is right at the beginning of the Torah. <clears throat> The Torah begins, Bereshis Bora Lekim Eisa Shomayim V'Eisa Oretz. And we know that the world was created, Bereshis. The Targum Yerushalmi says, Bereshis is B'chuch with Chochma. And the Kabbalists teach us that there's such a concept that's called Lamud Beis Nesivas Chochma. 32 paths of Chochma, just like the 50 Sha'arei Bina, 50 gates of Bina, the 32 Nesivas, 
32 paths of Chochmah. Representing these 32 paths of Chochmah is the fact that in the first parsha, Til Vayichulu, in Sefer Bereshis, in the first chapter of Sefer Bereshis, it says 30 times, 32 times, the name Elohim. We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, Beminda Sadin. So, the name of creation was Elohim, and all the creations of the world were through the name of Elohim. But we also know, Chazal teaches us, that that the world, the Bria, wouldn't be able to stand up to the Shem Elohim, to a fierce din. And he was Meshatev Midasarachamim. He brought Midasarachamim into the picture as well. So, if you look after Parshas Vayechulu, it says, Eila Toldes Hashomayim Vaoretz Behibarom Biyoim Asois Hashem Elohim Eretz Hashomayim. The 33rd time in the Torah that it says the Shem Elohim, it says Elohim, but it says it together with the name of Hashem. The name of Hashem is Midas Arachamim. So that's Mamtik, that sweetens even the shame of Elohim. And there you see, for the very first time, the Simcha that is brought about by 33. The Avizal has a remez for Lagbo Oimer, and that remez is the Pasuk that it says at the end of Parshas Vagetzei, when Yaakov Avinu said farewell to his uncle Lavan, so they put uh, the Menemat Seva and a uh, a pile of rocks, that that would serve to be a covenant between the two. So the passage says over there, Eid Hagal Hazeh. This gal, this pile of rocks, is going to be a covenant between us, that you will not cross over and I will not cross over. In other words, each person will let the other live in peace. Eid HaGal Hazeh, Gal being, of course, the Oiseus, the letters of Lag B'Oimer. Well, Chazal teaches us that when Bilam came to curse the Jewish people, Bilam, who was either loving himself or he was uh, coming in the strength of Lavan, so it says that Bilon, the Tagumianus of Menazil says that Bilon, when he came to cross, cross up the Jewish people and to curse them, he was crossing over the Gal. And he was, he had um, violated the covenant that was made between Yaakov Avino and Lovon. And he was successful, Bilam, in being able to bring 
death to the Jewish people, as we see at the end of the parasha with the Eitz of Benayis Mayov, at 24,000 Jews died due to the shenanigans, we, we could say, of Bilam. Our Mekubalim teach us that the 24,000 Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva came to rectify what had happened to those 24,000 people. Those 24,000 people were killed, if you remember, that was as a result of Zimri ben Salu, who was the Nasi of Shevet Shimon, and he went and he took a woman, a Midianite princess, and this was an, abomin an abominable deed, and the Jewish people were punished, 24,000 people. It's a very, very interesting, what we're taught by the Ari, that we know that Rabbi Akiva, a number of times he was, there was a woman that was out to seduce him. This woman was Aishas Turnus Rufus. She was the wife of the Roman general, Turnus Rufus. And the person, and, and Chazal teaches us that one time, Rabbi Akiva, when she was after him, <coughs> so Rabbi Akiva, He spit, and he cried, and he smiled. He spit, well, we know why he spit, and he cried, Wow, such a beautiful woman is going to be swallowed up by the earth. And he laughed because he knew that eventually he is going to be marrying her because she is going to convert. And she indeed did convert. And it says that Misham this Asher Be'akiva, Be'akiva became rich. So Ravi teaches us that Be'akiva and Neishas Tumas Rufus were the Tikkun of Zimri and Cosby. Zimri, by taking Cosby, he meant well. But he made a mistake because he didn't wait for her to be Magaya. And that was fixed up over here. But nonetheless, there was the punishment of 24,000, just like there had been over there. But, Eida Galazer teaches us that even when the Jewish people have been, the covenants have been violated by Lavan or Bilam or the likes of those people, there's a limit to how much evil they can perpetrate in the Jewish people. And after 24,000 people, no more. That's it. After Gal, there's not going to be destruction. Not by Zimri and Cosby, not by Rebekah Kivas Talmidim, there's a limit to what the Goyim can bring Nezik to us. And that, this is the way of Moshe Shapiro, the Chayna I heard many years ago, explain the uh, remez of Eid Agalazeh.
It just so happens to be that Bilam, the Gemara says in Chaylik, uh, that they saw the diary of Bilam, and he was killed, he was 33 years old. So you see that the end of Bilam came also at the age of 33. There's more to discuss about this matter, but uh, I understood, I once came into a shul in New York many, many years ago, and it was Pasha's Balok, and the rabbi got up on the pulpit, and he said, why is it that the Pasha's Balok ends with the Pasuk, those that died in the plague were 24,000. That's the way a parasha ends. A parasha ends on such a bad note. So I understood a very simple answer, according to what I just explained. According to my Rebbe, Ramesha Shapiro's explanation. True, 24,000 died in the Magesa, but only 24,000. Because, Eidagalaze, you can't, we can't, we're not going to be able to perpetrate, the game will never be able to perpetrate more trouble by the Jewish people. 24,000 Talmudim and Rabbi Akiva can die, but Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Akiva, but Rabbi Akiva himself remains. And Rabbi Akiva will once again bring the Jewish people, the Torah, with the help of his Talmudim, Rabbi Yudha, Rabbi and Rabbi Shimon. Difficult to explain the tremendous light that came to the world on this day, the light of the, of the Zayar Kodesh. Rib Shimon, he, he, he takes a place in the Jewish annals uh, unlike anybody else. And he was the one, he was Zeche, to be the one that registered for us all the secrets of the Torah. And Rib Shimon tells us that it's in the source of the Limud of his Torah that the Geula is going to come. And you realize, of course, that for many, many generations, the Zoya was hidden, and it only became revealed again in the time of the Ramban. And you know that there was a... It wasn't accepted immediately. There were those that were not happy with it. They weren't sure that it's legitimate. But we already, to us, it's part of the Torah. That Rizal came along and has accepted it and the Vilna going, all, all walks of Judaism have accepted the Zayar as the main, the main point of Torah Kabbalah. And just like, you know, when Rav Shimon on the day of his death, he revealed secrets of the Torah and his house was engulfed in flames and only special people were able to enter and listen to the Torah that he was teaching. Those flames live on for generations, and there are those special people that still to this very day merit being able to learn these parts of the Torah. And surely, as Reb Shimon promised, that is going to bring the Geula very, very soon. I'll just end with a short, another short word that I heard from Rabbi Shapiro. 
He said as follows, we know that the Ramban teaches us, where does this Yom Tov of Lag Ba'aymer come from? Lag Ba'aymer, we don't make new Yomim Tovim, right? In fact, there's a Chivas Chasam Sofer, that the Chasam Sofer was in a quandary of how to respond to the Chagigot that took place on Lag Ba'aymer in Iran. He wasn't very happy with it. He thought it was a new concept. On this he said, Chodosh Asum making new, new Yomim Toivim, unacceptable, the Chassam Sefer said. And to the point that he said that one of the reasons he doesn't want to move to Eretz Yisrael is because he doesn't know what his approach would be as far as Lag Because he doesn't want to take part in these Chagigot because he doesn't think it's correct. But on the other hand, to, if all of Klai Yisrael engages in it, he would feel very not correct in taking part, he would feel that he's being Polish from Natsibur, separating himself from from the Tzibur, Rahman and Litzlan, which is a terrible thing. So he said that that's a good reason to stay in Presburg. Nonetheless, where does this new Yomtev come from? So Moshe said that we know that we have in, a, in the Ramban, in this week's Parsha, <clears throat> that the Ramban says in Parsha's Emor, that the days between Pesach and Shavuos have a din of Cholomoyot. Because it's a Yom Tov. These days that we're going from Pesach to Shavuos and we're counting the Omer, that's going to bring us closer to Matan It's not in a complete Yom Tov, but it has a din of Cholomoyot, also a Yom Tov. Right? Like a Cholomoyot. But we know that because of the destruction of the Besmedish of Rebbe Akiva, this Yom Tov was taken away from us. And that's why during this period, instead of having Hilchus Yom Tov, Hilchus Cholomayid, we have Hilchus Avelus. And we're not allowed to marry, and we're not allowed to take haircuts, etc. However, the Gemara says in Gitten, that Rabbi Shimon Bar said, Midoisai, learn my Midois, Rabbi Shimon says to his Talmidim. Learn from me. Learn from my characteristics. Because my midas are from the truma, in other words, from the spitz, from the, from the best of the midas of Rebbe Akiva. What does it mean, truma? Truma is 150th. So Reb Shimon is 150th of the, the spitz, the 150th, the best of Rebbe Akiva. So in as much as Rabbi Akiva, his Besvedish was destroyed, but 150th remains. That's the 50th of Rib Shimon. So on that day, the original Yomtev, that the Ramban says that every day is Cholomoyed, over there destruction doesn't... Destruction on Lagba doesn't destroy the Yomtev the Cholomoyed of Sirat HaOimah. And the original Cholomoyed is the day that we are able to celebrate thanks to the fact that Rib Shimon, Rib Shimon continued to shed the light of Torah, of Sisrei Torah to the Jewish people. Rabbi Akiva, the Gemara says in Yerushalmi, that Rabbi Akiva, when he was dying, he told the 
Rebmeya, that Rebmeya should sit at the head of the table, and Reb Shimon will sit at the side. Rebmeya was much older than Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon was a little upset that he wasn't given the cover of sitting at the head of the table. So Rebbe Akiva turned to Reb Shimon and said, Dayecha Shimon, it's enough for you, Shimon. Shani uboyacho makirin es koichacho. Because I and your Creator, we know the truth. We know how special you are. We know your strength in Torah and Sisrei Torah. That should be enough for you. Difficult to wrap up the day of Lag Boimer. The Yikirism, Yitz Hashem, Hashem should help. That all Jews, their tefillah should be answered. Those that go to Meiron, those that don't go to Meiron. But one thing is for sure, that we should appreciate the Torah Shebaal Peh that we received through the Talmudim Rabbi Akiva. We should appreciate the Torah, the Torah Sanista, if we're able to learn it or if we're not able to learn it, but appreciate it and, and, and cherish the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us such a special, special Torah with, through such special, special people. And it should be Mequiem in Yitz Hashem that in the Schlusser of Shimon, in the Schlusser of his Torah, Bezrat Hashem, we should see the Gugula in Hayyabi Amenu Amen.